0: Hello and welcome to episode number three of The Leaders Den with your host, me, Thielander Geiersen. First of all, I'm absolutely thrilled that you are here and it means the world to me. Thank you for tuning in. Secondly, in this podcast, you will not hear any fancy tunes or music. Um, I am going to be raw and unedited in it what you see is what you get and this episode we are going to talk about what to do when you inherit a team that has been historically called tricky so this was a question that came to me when i mentioned that i was starting my podcast up again so there's some interesting parts to this so i'll just repeat what the exact question was because it was interesting the wording as well so the question was key factors to consider when taking over a new team that has historically been considered tricky so the really interesting thing is that the word tricky is used so if i was to take over a team that is considered historically tricky what am i doing if that's what, how how the story unfolds in my head oh you know i've got this new position but actually this is a historically tricky team what happens if we do that so we actually label the team already as tricky and so when we do that when we don't come in open-minded um, with some you know preconceived conceptions already is going to be very difficult so you may know you may not know that I work actually a lot as a, a facilitator as a team coach and as a mediator with so-called tricky teams but I don't really like to see it that way because as soon as I walk in and think like oh this is that tricky team I it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy so I just like to see a team as a bunch of people who are operating in a context and it might be that there is a certain culture in that team so a certain way that people are doing things and so that has kind of resulted in the fact that this team is seen as tricky. So what are the key factors to consider? First of all, then, as I said, is to try and not label that team already, to try and come in with an open mind and to realize that this is a bunch of people who will be different. There will be people who are extroverts. There will be people who are introverts. There will be people who are very good with details. There will be people who are more big picture people. There will be people who have certain expertise and there will be people who have less expertise there will be new people there will be older people so anyway you get the picture (laughs) i guess so for me it is coming in and actually having those conversations and just to find out what is actually happening in this team so i would come in without any um ideas i would try and be as uh, unbiased as possible i'm never completely neutral i know that so that is just an awareness that i have nobody's ever completely neutral and just try and connect with people you will hear me say this a lot but we want our leaders to be warm And we want our leaders to be strong. So first you want to connect with people. Warm leaders are people that can connect with people. So every time I have come into a team and I have had as a leader, so not as a consultant, but as a leader, some tricky teams myself throughout my history, working, um, in a law firm, working in for the United Nations for 12 years and working as an HR manager and some other jobs in between, I've had some tricky teams, but I'll never really look at it that way. I want to connect with everyone and that is important. So I would always sit down and if you've got 120 people that might not be... Um, doable but I would sit down with random people not just with my managers but I would sit down with random people and get a, an understanding the way I'd like to see it is like a puzzle just everybody gives you a little piece of the puzzle and just to see okay so what why what is actually happening in this team and you know people don't know you but I think you still can build trust even if people don't know you as long as you share with them that you want to be open and honest you want to understand what is actually happening and that you share that you don't have and you then also don't have a hidden agenda And so then get get a better understanding of what is actually happening in this team. So I think a tricky team is often that there's just a few people who might be a bit tricky or that there is no communication or that there is fear or whatever it can be and just get that very clear. So that would be my first thing to do is to sit down with as many people as I can and without saying, I'm coming in here and this is how I want to do things. You know, I would just sit down and listen. And so once I I have absorbed all that, I um, think it's really important to come up with your own vision. So, you know, you applied for this job. I'm sure that you have a vision and that I am uh, sure you want to create meaningful change. And so what that means is that you need to have a plan and see if that plan is going to work for this team and then how to get your team on board. And so I think it's really important, something I do a lot with teams is to establish Whether you call it the ground rules or whether you call it the values or whether you call it our culture or whether you call it a chart, whatever name you give it is how do we want to work with each other and what are our priorities and how are we going to hold each other accountable. So that would be really important as well. Because if you get everyone on board with that, then you can actually put it on paper and that everyone is clear about what the idea is what you all agree on working together and how you're going to do it and what consequences will be if you're not doing that so to get that clarity is really important And I hear you say, yeah, but Tilan, how am I going to do that? It's actually not that difficult. It will take some time, but it's so well invested. And one of the things that I just want to throw in here is that you actually need to be familiar with the voice of the minority. And What often happens is that we are aware and we all are ruled by the voice of the majority. So for instance, you meet with the team and you say have 20 people in the team and 18 people agree or 16, whatever it is agree with something this is the way we're going to do it from now on and then there's four people either don't speak up or you can sense that they're not happy with it or people who do speak up and say i'm not happy with that so you don't want to ignore the minority because you can easily just say sorry but 16 said it's okay so you're just gonna have to you know Suck it up and, and do what we say. No, you want everyone on board. So you, what you want to do is ask those people. Okay, so tell me more. One of my favorite questions. Tell me more about that. How come, I don't like to use why. I'll explain that another time. How come that you are not on board with this? Tell me more. I want to be curious instead of furious. There's no use in me being furious with those people. I want to understand where they're coming from. And so they'll explain it. Well, I don't think for this and this and this reason, or it doesn't really make sense, or we tried it before, you know, all these things that can come up. And then you can ask them, like, well, what does it take for you to come on board with us? And so often when you ask that question, you actually empower people to be able to be part of the process instead of saying like, no, I don't like it. I don't want it. And they become part of the process. And so then you get this understanding of where things are at. So this is a very powerful way of getting your team on board so once you have the foundation and you have an agreement on how people want to work together you can actually as a leader put your expectations in there as well and make sure that everyone agrees and i've done this exercise with many organizations and you may not know this but i work with all kind of industries because that's what I like. So whether it's a it's a private school or a public school, whether it's a non for profit organization, whether it is a state government agency, whether it's a family business or whether it is a corporate business, whether it's the defense industry or the um, um, medical. Uh, experts it doesn't matter it's all the same process which is to establish how do we want to work together to have everyone agree on it to write it down and to, to make sure that you include how are we going to hold people accountable and then when push comes to shove and things are kicking off and things are working you're going to make sure that you keep holding people accountable and that you keep checking in with people are they following the um ground rules whatever you want to call it values that you all agreed on or not and what is happening do they need to be tweaked or are they not workable or are they workable but do, do these people need to be held accountable do you need to have a difficult conversation with someone do you need to explain more do you need to performance manage someone Um, If you do that, then people will start to understand that they are all part of the team and they all have a responsibility for the culture in the team. So I hope that this gives you an overview. So first of all, come in don't try to be uh, too biased have a look what is actually happening be open-minded listen before you talk and try and suss out what is actually happening get people on board with your vision tweak your vision if needed so that people feel included in this and then come up with some rules of engagement whatever you want to call it ground rules values and have them all written down and then make sure that from time to time you go back to them Sometimes, some people I work with, they do it every meeting. They go back to those ground rules or those rules of engagement. And just make sure that you reflect um, from time to time and see if you're still sail on the same wavelength. And like, if there are issues, remember, we want our leaders to be warm, but also to be strong. So that is important. So... What I want to say is um, I would really appreciate it if you would share this podcast with someone who might find it valuable and if you would like and subscribe to this podcast and if you have any questions please contact me send me an email at, tilan at com. go to my website where you can find some tools where you can actually how to Uh, communicate how to have difficult conversations and um, that you can use in your journey as a leader thank you for listening and have a wonderful day